Ohio gozaimasu, kigora, and konnichiwa. Welcome to my sixth ever podcast. Woohoo! Thank you for listening in. We're getting along quite well now. I'm going to get straight into it. It's another session from a children's church class. This time it is the prophecies that were fulfilled on Jesus' resurrection. We spoke about his crucifixion and the 28 prophecies that were fulfilled on his crucifixion. Well, this time we're going to be looking at prophecies that were fulfilled on his resurrection. And I just want to put a bit of an advertising plug in here. Not only do I do podcasting, but I also do blogging. And I'm an author of some books and some audio books as well. And if you want to find out more information from me or connect with me, you can go to my website, which is www.dotandtittle.com. So we'll get straight into it. I'm glad I have your attention. Right, we've got a whole heap of kids in here today. So it's going to be really difficult for us to do player of the day because there's so many names, it's going to fill up the whole blackboard. How many have we got here? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 28, about 30 kids, 30, 33, 34 kids in here. That is awesome, and in a tiny little room, so we're not going to be able to put your names up on the board, but we will be watching for good behavior, and we will be watching for participation and listening to the teacher, because there's some messages that we're going to share with you today about this particular day, which is a very important day. Sunday. Righto. Easter. Now, Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. That's right. And on Easter Sunday, this is Donna. I'm Mr. King. And there's a lot of new kids in here. And we're going to be looking after you guys today. Last week, those who were here, we had a rip roaring rundown of at least 28 prophecies that were fulfilled the day that Jesus was killed. Do not lean on the chair or you'll be sitting on the floor. In fact, you should be sitting on the floor anyway, all right? Last week, we had 28 prophecies, and it was a... through the whole session, wasn't it? Those who were there, was it like that last week? Yes. Yes, it was. It was non-stop, wasn't it? It was just full on. Well, this week, it's going to be a little bit more sedate, okay? <laughs> because um, I don't have room on the board anyway to start with. Last week, the death and the crucifixion of Jesus and all of the prophecies that were about his death. Well, this week, we're going to be talking about his resurrection. His resurrection, totally different situation, totally different circumstances. Same story, but a different end of the story. But I don't have 28 prophecies this week on it. I have a few pro- Oh, good. Are you relieved, are you, Celeste? <laughs> I have a few prophecies, but I need you guys to move back a little bit so I can get to the board, please. Put these over here, I think. Can you help me carry this over, please? Actually, we'll probably put it over there. Fine, thank you, yeah. Okay, so when we see there's three rules in the children's church. Oh, there's a whole lot more, but three are the main rules. And those who are, who are with children's church all the time, can anyone tell me what the three rules are? I've got one, two, three. Yes, Petrina. Big breaths, big breaths. Don't speak when someone else is speaking. Don't speak when someone else is, when the teacher's, when the teacher's speaking. Yes, that's right. 
when teacher is speaking. Haven't I got beautiful writing? Isn't that beautiful? Now, for those who are wondering why I leaned over and, and Petrina talking to my microphone here, because we've been recorded. And, oh, you're going to tell. Petrina's going to tell us why Mr. King has this on. Stand up, Mr. Petrina. Why will I have this on? Because we're sending the um, things to Japan. Japan. Podcasting, yes. We're preaching the gospel to Japan. Yes. For real, yeah, for real. Yes. Uh, before leaving... Excellent. Well done. Yes, Celeste. Participate. Participate. Yes. These are points. Now, there's 30 kids on. The, there's 30 kids in the class, so I'd love to have you all on the board. But I, well, well, let's see. We'll see how we go. Maybe you all might get on the board. Anyway, so don't speak when the teacher is speaking. Ask before leaving the class. Participate. First and foremost, I'm sure you guys are full of chocolate this morning. Are you? No, yes, some of you are full of chocolate. So you've probably got a whole bunch of energy in there somewhere. <laughs> What's that? Sugar. So what we'll have a quick do is we're going to have a very quick game of Captain's Coming and people are going to be disqualified very quickly because there's so many of you. All right? So we need to watch out. I have no idea what bang is, I'm sorry. No, we'll just say what I, do what I know what to do, because I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, okay. So, everybody, stand up. Now, we're not going to be too much of the north and the west and the south and the east, because uh, we're going to have all sorts of collisions, I think. <laughs> but, everyone knows what? Draw your cutlasses. Oh, a bit more enthusiastic than that. Okay, let's do it again. Okay, you guys are all out. Oh my goodness, you haven't even stood up. They're all out. They're not going to get any points. Okay, so, captain's coming. Draw your cutlass. You need to help me. You need to help me get some of these people out. <laughs> when, who are not doing it or who are not quick enough. Three men in a lifeboat. You are. No, there's still someone here. They're out. You're out. Shark attack. Can you win an offer? Oh my goodness, let them stand up, will you? Let them stand up. Keel Hall. Remember the Keel Hall? Who remembers Keel Hall? I'll show you Keel Hall. Here you go. Yes, that's it. Keel Hall. Keel Hall. Ring forward. That's it. Keel Hall. Scrub the deck. Skill Hall! <laughs> Captain's coming! <laughs> Three men on my boat! <laughs> Yank your arms off! Come on, guys, off you go! Off you go! Good try, though! So we've got four people left! Well done, okay. Donna's gonna get your names, you guys got some points. Does anybody remember? Any of the prophecies that I said last week? Yes, not blood. Drinking something else. What was it? Drinking wine. Yes. That was prophesied when Jesus was hanging on the cross. That's right. Good boy. Put Jacob's name and give him a point, please. 
when Jesus was on the cross, they offered him wine and vinegar to sit Like Panadol. Get rid of the pain in his body from all the tearing and ripping and, and ribs hanging out and all the sort of horrible things that had happened to him. They um, gave him the wine, which was supposed to um, work like Panadol, takes the pain away. But he said no. He didn't want to do that. But it was prophesied that he would be offered the wine, but he said no. Anybody else? Yes, Celeste. The betrayal. Yes, who betrayed Jesus? Yes? Judas. Judas. Well done. In fact, Judas was on the hangman's cross last week, wasn't he? Remember? Because that's what he did to himself afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Um, what's your name? Israel. Israel. Yeah. One more prophecy. Yes? Have you got it? Speared in the side. Exactly. Well done, Petrina. Yes, he got a spear in the side. And why? Jesus got a spear in the side when he was hanging on the cross. And that was actually a prophecy in itself. Because all of the blood and the water came gushing out of his side because he was already dead. But they stabbed the spear in his side to make sure he was dead. If he was alive, he'd be going, Oh, that hurt. Oh. Ooh, you know, he would have realized, he would have noticed it, but he was dead. So he didn't. And all this water and blood came rushing out of his side, great streams of it, not just a little trickle, a great big. And that in itself is a prophecy of things to come, I reckon. That in itself is what Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is poured out on us, given to us. Because of Jesus' death and all the persecution and horrible things that he went through, he went through all the suffering and the worst thing. Does anyone remember what the worst thing was that happened to Jesus? The worst thing. I don't think you were here last week. So I don't know you would know. The worst thing that happened to Jesus. Yes, he died. Yes, Joshua? No, not the whip. No. The worst thing. One more guess. What's that? Nailed him to the cross? No, that was one of the horrible things, but it wasn't the worst thing. There was one particular thing which was the worst thing that could ever have happened. Yes, Esther? And they broke his legs? No, not that. They didn't break his legs, they broke the thief's legs next door to him. Crown on his thorn? No. But we'll be mentioning that today, actually. Well done. Okay, last guess. Ooh, you are so absolutely close. Yes, and because he bought all of the sins of the world, he was covered in sin. He was absolutely thick and filthy and disgusted. All the sins of the earth was poured upon him. What happened? Okay, I'll give you a clue. Just put my God, my God on there, please. Just write my God, my God, please. Here's a clue. Yes, Joshua. My God! My God, why have you forsaken me? That's the worst thing that happened to Jesus. That there, right there. The reason why that's the worst thing that happened to Jesus was because he is one with God. God, Jesus, Holy Spirit are one. They are one being, the Trinity. They are one. And when one is removed from the other... They are no longer a trinity, are they? They are two. When you get a piece of rope and you snap one piece of rope, that leaves the two. All the strength is gone from the rope. The connection is gone. God turned his back on Jesus and he forsook him. 
I can't bear to be in your presence. I can't bear to be connected with you anymore, Jesus, because you are full of sin and I am holy. You are full of sin and I am holy. I cannot be in the presence of sin. I destroy sin. I don't want to destroy my son totally. So I will separate myself from you. Because if I don't, what happens if you come into the presence of God and you're full of sin? Yes? Not the bells ring. Yes, Joshua. Kaboom! Exactly. Because you will be destroyed. Totally annihilated. If God totally annihilated his son because he was so full of sin, where would we be today? No. No. There was a bigger plan. There was a bigger plan. He turned his back on Jesus and he walked away. I can't handle your sin. I can't bear it anymore. But, but, you take that sin. You take that sin down into my message, which is today. Hosea 6. Can you please write Hosea 6 down? Hosea 6. Okay, he's awesome. He's behaving awesome. Hosea 6, 1 to 2. Come and let us return to the Lord. For he was torn, but he will heal us. He was stricken. 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 What does that mean? Overcome with sickness, disease, wickedness, corruption, evilness. Stricken. He was stricken. Misfortune had come to us. But he will bind us up. He will heal us. And after two days, he will revive us. And on the third day, this is a prophecy right here. On the third day, he will be raised up that we might live in his sight. That's a prophecy of Jesus' resurrection. One prophecy. Could you just put number one prophecy fulfilled? One prophecy fulfilled, yeah. After two days... He will revive us, and on the third day he will be raised up that we might live in his sight. So we don't have to go kaboom when we come into God's presence because we can receive Jesus' blessings and healing and forgiveness and grace and mercy. Psalm 22, 14. I'm going to go through these very quickly, so don't stress. There's a lot of kids here. Psalm 22, which is awesome. It's so cool to see so many people in church. Do you realize the reason why I'm sending these podcasts to Japan is because in Japan, there's millions and millions of people. Millions of people. The percentage that know or have heard of Jesus is about 2%. About 2%. So in other words, they don't know about Jesus. They haven't heard about Jesus. They don't know that they have salvation and they can have eternal life. There's about 7,000 churches in Japan... Christian churches, seven thousands, and there's millions. I don't even know how many millions. Probably fifteen million people in, in Japan, maybe more. And there's only seven thousand churches. And you know, in the churches that are in Japan, the biggest church would be about thirty. About thirty. How many kids have I got here today? Thirty kids, probably a bit more. So, in the whole of Japan, we would fill a whole church. Just us. Because they are an unreached group of people. They have not heard about Jesus. Very small amount of people have heard about Jesus. So that's why we're sending this to Japan, so that they can learn that they can have salvation as well. 
That's why. So, 22, 14, 15. Psalm 22. Ooh, listen to this. Listen to this. Just like what you were saying about the spear. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joints. My heart is melted like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. Potsherd, I'm guessing, is like a clay pot with no moisture in it. And my tongue clings to the roof of my mouth. You have brought me to the dust of the earth. Dogs have surrounded me and congregated. the congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. I can count all my bones. How can you count your bones? Because you can see them. That's pretty gruesome. And they look at me and they stare. And then they divided my garments up amongst them. And they cast lots for my clothing. So that's the prophecy that we were talking about last week. One of them that was fulfilled. But you, Lord, do not be far from me. This is a new prophecy. This is his resurrection. You, Lord, do not be far from me. Oh, my strength, hasten to help me. Come back to me, in other words. Deliver me from the sword. My precious life from the power of the docks. Save me from the lion's mouth and the horns of the wild oxen, the gouging and the gashing and the ripping and the tearing. You have answered me. You have answered me. And God answered Jesus' cry, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I, I can't. You, you need to, we need to come back. We need to be joined. We need to be three again. He answered him. Another prophecy. Two, please. Prophecy fulfilled. Okay. And then 19 and 21. Oh, we did that, yeah. Psalm 16, verse 8 to 9. I'm going through these really quickly, guys. I'm trying, okay. There's not that many, not many this week as there was last week. Psalm 16, 8 to 9. This is another one about Jesus' resurrection. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I know I shall be not moved. Because he is at my right hand and I shall, my, my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad and my joy rejoices. My flesh also will receive rest in his hope. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol. Sheol is like hell, the bells of the earth. In fact, do you realize that the Bible suggests that hell is actually right under our feet, actually literally in the center of the earth? So there's suggestions in the Bible that says that hell could very well be right under our feet. And that's where Jesus went, into the bowels of the earth, under our feet, into hell. Nor will you allow your Holy One, that's Jesus, to see corruption. What happens when something dies, like a piece of fruit is left out for a month? What happens to it? Yes? It rots. Exactly, yes. What happens if you put a piece of chicken on the bench for a week? What happens to the piece of chicken, yes? It rots. And does it stinketh? Yes. Yes. And what else does it do? It comes like really soft and mushy and... Oh, I can't remember your name. Yes, flies land all over it. What's your name again? Ruth. Yes, it's Ruth. Ruth. One point for Ruth, please. Yeah. So, and the flies land all over it and, and they lay their maggots in it and the maggots eat it. Hey, that is what you would call corruption or decay. So if Jesus did not rise out of the grave, 
then he would have corrupted and decayed. He would have rotted away. But no, no. Prophecy fulfilled, please. Three prophecies now. Sorry. <laughs> so we better write that down. This is um. Yes, the next one is Psalm 16, corruption and decay, and the other one is Psalm 22, 14. Okay, Psalm 49, 15. You guys have been here. Psalm 49, 15. Here we go. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. He shall receive me. In other words, Jesus will come back to God. He will redeem him from the grave. He will pull him out of the grave and resurrect him. That's another prophecy fulfilled. That's um, probably, uh, Psalm 49, verse 15. Psalm 110, verse 1. 110, verse 1. Verse 1. The Lord said to my my Lord, the Lord said to my Lord, sit on my right hand. Till I make your enemies my, uh, till I make your enemies your footstool. Jesus was erected and is sitting at the right hand of God now, interceding for you and me. That's another prophecy of hell. That's where he is today. That's uh, six. Yes, that's five. That's right. Yes, thank you. Okay, one more. This is a story of a forerunner of Jesus, and it's in Jonah. It's in Jonah. Jonah one. Where are you, Jonah? 14 to 17. Okay, listen to this, guys. Jonah 1. 14. Now, this is a bit of an interesting story, this this young fellow, Jonah. Anybody know who Jonah is and what happened to him? Yes. He got swallowed by a big fish. That's right. What's your name? Kayla. Can you please give Kayla a point? Hmm? Okay, yes. First, first, Jesus said to Jonah to go to Nineveh. God said to Jonah to go to Nineveh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, well, you know, because he was rebellious. Actually, Jonah was actually rebellious. You know, there's a big, there's a massive difference between Jonah and Jesus by whale. Actually, the Bible says it's a fish. Yeah. So it's either a fish or a whale. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, he's swallowed by a fish or something. Yeah. Hey, we're running out of time, guys. You need to stop interrupting, please, because we're going to run out of time. We're going to have any time for a game or anything. So this is what happened to Jonah. There's a big difference between Jonah and Jesus, okay? Big difference, but very big similarities as well. Jonah is a forerunner or a, a glimpse into the future of what someone's going to ha- what's going to happen. And so Jonah is quite different to Jesus because Jonah was actually, what happened to him was out of disobedience and hatred towards people, the people of Nineveh. Very, very different situations. Story's the same though. So Jonah, God said to Jonah, you go to Nineveh and you tell these people that they need to get saved, that they need to accept me as their Lord and Savior. They need to repent of their evil doings. They need to, otherwise they're going to be destroyed. They're going to go kaboom when God comes into his presence because they're not holy, they're evil, they're full of wickedness and God wants to come with his people and if you're full of wickedness, you're going to go kaboom. That's right. So that's why Jesus came, and that's why Jesus said to Jonah, Jonah, you guys are doing the listening. When you guys, when you guys are taking children's church, you guys can do the talking. All right? So Jonah has been.
been sent to Nineveh to tell the people, you repent. You repent. Otherwise, you're going to go kaboom. And, and Jonah says, no way. I'm not going to those wicked, evil people. I hate them. I don't like them. I do not want to go to those people. And so he tries to escape. He tries to run away. But, but, God sees you. Yes, God sees you everywhere. You better give this boy a point. George, is it George? Is it George? Yeah. But, God sees you. George said, God sees you. God does. So the men, the men were exceedingly afraid. Where is it? 14 to 17. Okay, listen. Listen to this. Therefore they cried out to the Lord and they said, We pray, O Lord, please, please do not let us perish for this silly man's sake. And do not charge us with this innocent blood. Ooh, innocent blood. Ooh, that's interesting. That's a bit of an interesting insight to who Jesus is, eh? Innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and they threw him into the sea and the sea stopped immediately from its ragings. Has anyone ever been in an earthquake? Has anyone ever been in a massive storm like a cyclone, a tornado? Yes? And what happens when the, when the big tornado comes over and, and, and it hits you from the west? Poof, 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 for about an hour. And there's absolute calm. So, And there's absolute calm. You're in the eye of the storm. When there's a massive storm going on, and you're in the eye of it, you know what? It's so peaceful. It's so calm. There's no noises. There's no birds singing. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. And that's like when an earthquake happens, before the earthquake happens, everything goes silent. The birds stop singing. It just goes absolute silence and eerie, really freaky, really weird, eerie, because it's an atmosphere. It's an atmosphere. And so what happened was when they threw Jonah in the water, there was this massive calm, absolute eerie, ooh, this is freaky, you know? And the fish comes along, swallows Jonah, and the Shh. Yeah, that, yes, he does. He prays in the belly of the whale. That's right. Ooh, you're sharp, man. This boy's sharp. Give another point, please. George. Yeah. So then, the, so listen. So this is what happened. So this is what happened. So they picked Jonah up and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. And immediately, what happened? Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly. They're freaking out, all right? There's a big storm coming. We're in the eye of a storm. And so they offered sacrifices to God. Ooh, that's another interesting word. Sacrifices to God. Innocent blood. Sacrifices to God. Oh, my goodness. Does that sound like Jesus? Okay. And so they made sacrifices to the Lord and they took vows saying, Oh Lord, forgive us. Oh, we are so awful. We've thrown this innocent man in the water. But anyway, that's that. 
Jonah's in the whale. Now the Lord had prepared a great big fish. See, it says fish there, not whale. Fish. Fish. <laughs> to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Isn't that interesting? Then Jonah prays to the Lord while he's in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. And, the, and Jonah cried out to the Lord, because of my afflictions. Ooh. Does that sound like Jesus? He answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol, hell, I cried. And you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the floods surrounded me, and all your billows and your waves passed over me. In other words, all the attacks, oppressions, abuse, you know. Then I said, I've been cast out of your sight. Yes, I will look again toward your holy temple. The water surrounded me even to my soul, and the deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. What does that mean? What do you think happened? Crown of thorns. Yeah. Well done. Give Joshua a point. I went down to the moorings of the mountains, and the earth and its bars closed behind me forever. Yet you brought me up out of the pit, O Lord. Out of the pit. Prophecy fulfilled. Jesus was resurrected. Hallelujah. Glory. Okay. Okay. Stand up, everybody. Stand up. Stand up. That's the Old Testament. We'll have a bit of exercise, and then we get to the New Testament. In fact, I'm going to give you guys a number. And I'm going to give you guys a number, and number one's going to go over here, number two's going to go over here, and number three's going to go over there. All right? Can you... So, can you... And, and Donna's watching, so we're not going to have cheats. All right? So when you're number one, you come here. Number two goes there. Number three goes there. All right? Are you ready? One. Poof. Two. Poof. Over there, Luke. Three. Poof. Now. Hands on heads, guys. Hands on heads, guys. Listen very carefully. And you guys are going to make a photo of something that happened. So you guys, you guys can do a photo. Like what I mean is you, is you, you get into your shapes and you get into position and you be angels and whatever it is, whatever you need to be, of the empty grave. Jesus, not in the grave. The cave in the hall, big rock rolled across the door, open. And Jesus is not there. So you guys can do that picture, okay? Who's going to be the wall? You guys, you guys, I want you to do a picture of Jesus on the cross. Someone stabbing a sword in his side. All right? Okay? So it's a picture. We're talking a picture like a photograph, okay? So you can't move. So what you need to do, you guys, you guys, come here, please. You guys can do a picture of Jonah getting tossed into the sea into the big fish. Alright? Okay? Alright. So you guys work on that. You've got five minutes. So you need to work together as a team. Come together as a team. And come up with an idea. So you need a boat. Get a picture of Jesus on the cross with someone stabbing a spear up into his sock. So you guys help with the picture. Alright?
So you know, this dude here, Caleb, he's pretty tall. So you can actually have someone on his shoulders, don't you think? Because he looks like he's pretty tough. Yeah, you can be on his shoulders, don't you think? Yeah, why not? This is how you make a picture. So come on, you guys, you're going to have to get off your backsides and make this picture. Come on, get a picture of Jonah being tossed overboard into the whale's mouth, alright? So you need a boat, you need some freaking out sailors, you need someone going, ah, into the whale, and you need a big fish. Oh. Alright? Can you join these, this team here, please? They're making a picture of Jesus up on the cross, someone stabbing a salt spear into his side. Okay, I think you guys are going to have to come over this end because it's just a bit too jammed up. Come over this end here. i tell you what, if you guys are so keen to use the chairs, why don't you turn the chairs into a boat? Like this. Turn the chairs into a boat. There you go. Excuse me. Three minutes, guys, and then we're going to take a picture. Yes. Okay. So you guys, you need to get ready to sort of pounce into your picture. You don't actually need to be in the picture right now, guys. But when we're ready to take the picture, you need to pounce into your picture. All right? Put you on his shoulders. Do I put you on his shoulders? Yeah. Do I put you on his shoulders? Okay, come over here. You ready? Come over here. Come here. Okay, look. Here we go. Here's the cross. Okay. Where's Jonah? Where's the... You, yeah. Sweet. You ready? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Silence before the storm. So Donna and Mr. King are going to wander around and look at these pictures. Hey, 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 hey this picture's moving. Uh, what's this? What's this picture moving for? How did you do that? That's amazing. Whoa, I thought it was like snap and it's like that. It's at a moment in time. Okay, so first of all, guys, first of all, what we'll do is we'll, we'll look at this picture here. You guys don't have to stay in your pictures right now because uh, you can have a look at this picture. What is this picture? What can we see here? Nothing. Nothing. Use your imagination, man. Here's a great big rock. And here's an angel. Here's the bench that Jesus is not on. Because why? Why is Jesus not on this bench? Because he's risen. Yes. Hallelujah. And these guys are the back of the cave. Is that right? Yeah. What are you? I'm a picture. You're a one? I'm a picture on the wall. A picture on the wall. Excellent. Okay. So that's the tomb. This one here, what is this picture of? I don't think these guys are going to get any Easter eggs, are they? Yeah. No, no. Well, we won't even look at that one. And look at this picture here. What's this picture here? 
Okay, so you guys are the waves, are you, or the sailors? Hey? Are you, you're Jonah? You're the whale? Okay. So Jonah's going to go into your mouth. Okay. Alright then. Very good. Righto. I think out of these two here... I think, okay, these... I think out of these two here, I, who do you think would be the best pitcher out of here, Donna? Yeah. Who, who do you think is the best pitcher out of here, Donna? Right, can you see what it is? This one here? Yeah. Okay. See this picture here? It's very organized. It's organized, yes. This is disorganized. This is good. This is good. But I, it's, I can't quite make it out what it is. It's not quite clear. But this one here? So I think you guys get the Easter eggs. Yay! So no one else sneaks in like this dude here who made a hopeless Jesus on the cross. One each. Okay. So you guys all got one from this team? No. Well done. Well done. Beautiful man. Do you want another point, do you? Do you want another point? Okay. <laughs> Give them. Um, Kayla. Kayla? Kayla. This is Kayla? Yeah. Kayla. Kayla gets another point, Donna. Hey, what are you doing? This isn't your job. Excuse me. No, it's none of your. It's not your job. Your job is to listen. Righto. Now the wrap up, guys. Sit down, guys. Sit down. Just about finished. Sit down. Now we've looked at the Old Testament. Let's look at the New Testament. We've already seen the empty grave. We know what happened there. The empty grave. Jesus came. He was gone. The angel came. Mary's going, Oh, Jesus, where are you? Because Jesus is resurrected. And, and the angel, what did the angel say to Mary? Does anyone know what the angel said to Mary? This is what the angel said. The angel said, Why are you looking for the living among the dead? That's what the angel said to, G to Mary. Because Jesus wasn't dead anymore. Now remember last week, doubting Thomas? Katrina was doubting Thomas. Remember what happened last week with doubting Thomas? Doubting Thomas, what happened, Katrina? Because you were quite like, ooh, about that. Seven days later when Jesus was resurrected, Thomas said, I will not believe that the Lord is alive unless I see him. And then you know what happened? Jesus turned up and he said, Thomas, come over here. Come over here, Thomas. See these holes on my hands. Put your finger through them. Okay. Go on. And Petrina did this last break. She's going, ooh, ooh. Because it would be. It would be pretty freaky, wouldn't it, putting your hand, finger right through Jesus' hands? And what would be even more freaky is he said, and Thomas, put your hand in my side here. What happened? What was in the side here? This was this hopeless picture here. No, there was a great big. Yes, Joshua. There was a great big hole there, exactly. And what created the great big hole? Hey. The spear. Yes, the spear. Okay, just finished. There's one big difference. There's one 
massive difference between Christianity and any other religion in the world. One big difference. Can anybody name that one big difference? No. Everyone worships a god, which isn't God, but yeah, they are still worshipping a god. Yes, Joshua? Um, Christianity isn't just a religion. Yes, but that's not what I'm after. But yes, that is true. Christianity is... Christianity is God looking for man, not man looking for God. But there's one major, major difference, which is what we've been talking about, between Christianity and any other religion in the world. One. One major difference. Yes? We're free from sin, yes, but that's, yes, that's not it, though. That's the, they think they're being freed from sin by doing all these good things. Anyone else want to guess? You want to guess? Would you care to guess what is the major, major difference between Christianity and any other religion in the world? Buddhism, Hinduism, Mu uh, Muslims, all of those major religions. Yes? The clue is this picture that was done over here. That is the clue of what's the massive difference between Christianity and any other religion in the whole entire world. Clue, this picture here, yes? Never mind. No, that wasn't it. Yes? God has risen! Yes! High ten! Woo! Glory! Our Saviour is not dead! He's alive! We were singing about it today! God's not dead! He's surely alive! Roaring like a lion! Whatever that word is, I don't know what that is. Anyway, every other religion, Buddha, his bones are still in the grave. Muhammad, his bones are still in the grave. Muhammad was a prophet, but he wasn't a prophet of God. He was actually of the offspring of Abraham. He was one of his name, Ishmael's boys. That's where Muslim come from, Ishmael. Ishmael's Fano. Yeah. So, Muhammad, his bones are still in the grave. Hinduism? Hinduism? They die and they apparently come back as something else, as a better life form. But they're just all lies. The only difference is, the big difference is, we are serving a God that is living and alive. That's what happened at Easter. You guys have been pretty awesome. I think we shall probably end it there. Yes? Yeah, Peter lied. Yeah, I know. They all denied him. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can go. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you learned something today. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that. And I just want to put a bit of an advertising plug in here. I'm not only a, not only do I do podcasting, but I also do blogging and I'm an author of some books and some audio books as well and if you want to find out more information from me or connect with me you can go to my website which is www.dotandtittle.com d-o-t-a-n-d-t-i-t-t-l-e.com www.dotandtittle.com looking forward to seeing you there bye